0: hello and welcome to another episode of the active explorer podcast i am really glad to be back here with you i've been thoroughly enjoying this winter weather and i know that that isn't what most people expect to hear but for me it's very important to stay active all year including the winter so i don't let the cold temperatures get me down however that does take some creativity as I'm sure that many of you have already realized that sometimes you're limited by snow, ice, and of course the cold temperatures aren't exactly hospitable. I know that I have a really hard time digging myself out of under the covers and going out into freezing weather some days. It is said that the, there is no weather that's too cold. There's only the wrong clothes, and I do believe that that is part of it. You have to be geared up, and that's what we're going to talk about today, are what are the things you can do. What kind of gear makes this easier? So that's where I'm going to jump off to. First, one of the activities that you will know has been very important to me this year is running. I ran the first half marathon. I was super excited about that. And yet running in the winter has some inherent hazards to it. One, because of the the cold and the effects it has on your lungs and throat. It's pretty shocking to the system. And if you have asthma, it tends to aggravate that. Additionally, you need to balance your temperature well. In other words, if you bundle up so that you're comfortable walking out the door, by the time you've been running for about five minutes, you're miserably hot and starting to sweat under those clothes. So it's very important to A, head out the door, a little bit cool or cold, some people say, just head out the door, freezing your butt off for the first five minutes, and then after that, you're going to feel comfortable while you're running. The other thing that I really depend on are my Cthulhu Microspikes, or actually they're in the Nano spike model. You put these onto your sneakers, I tend to wear the, uh, the North Face Gore-Tex Trail Runners, and I put the Cthulhu spikes over those, so I have a Gore-Tex shoe with the spikes, and I can run over just about anything and not worry about my feet getting wet, and, well, I mean, short of snow coming right down through the tops. And I don't have to worry about slipping, and you'd be surprised. The first time you head out, you're going to be kind of pussyfooting across that ice, but then once you start to get the confidence in it, you're going to open up into a full run and realize that you really can keep running all winter long with these. So I use a fleece-lined tight, a windbreaker, long-sleeve, thermal-regulating shirt, typically my uh, the Columbia Oh, they have a special fabric, the uh, OmniHeat fabrics, which are actually designed for hotter temperatures, but I think they're perfect for cooler temperatures and spring because if I do start to sweat, they kind of cool me back down. And it is easy to get over during the winter, which is not what you expect because we tend to over-layer sometimes. And then we're sweating before we realize and peel off a layer and tie them around the waist. So between the fleece tights, the long-sleeve shirt, a windbreaker... Vortex shoes and some nano spikes, I usually find I am pretty ready to go. Of course, I add some, a hat and a pair of gloves because my hands are always freezing when I'm outside during the winter. And I do use, of course, being an asthmatic, I use my inhaler um, probably 30 minutes before I head out just to combat the shock of that really cold, dry air on my system. The other activity, of course, in the winter, I am very much all about the skiing. I just can't get up on the mountain every single day to get the workout that I want. But uh, certainly the way I ski, especially in Utah Powder, boy, I am definitely getting a workout. So it is a great way for me to stay active. It's not just outdoors. I am pounding my legs when I'm out there, and uh, that's one of my favorite ways to stay active. But again, it's a little bit more of a time commitment gear for skiing if you're a skier pretty obvious stuff there. You have your usual ski gear doing it in layers though, so you can drop that mid-layer if you want to. You start getting too hot if you're really exerting yourself. And I typically take a face mask again to kind of warm the breath going in so I'm not um, breathing in this sub-zero, not well, sub-freezing cold, dry air that really aggravates my throat. Another activity that I've taken up this winter is snowshoeing. Again, you know, back out in the snow, I do love to be on skis, but boy, it just feels a little bit more like hiking. It's very quiet, and I look forward to adding some backcountry skiing in some of those same areas where I snowshoe now. I do have the gear, but I want to be safe and get into some of the Abbey courses first before I head out into the backcountry. So I do grab some uh, um, snowshoes. Typically, I just rent them from REI. If you're here in Salt Lake City, I think the university also rents them and perhaps another couple of... uh, areas that you can pick those up. Just check the local outdoor shops or invest in a few pair yourself. I also got a chance to ride a fat bike this winter and that was a hoot. I mean, I really thought that going into winter with snow and ice out on all the trails that mountain biking was out and I had seen pictures of the fat bikes there. Even before I moved to Utah, I had seen them and they're kind of freaky looking. They look like these Big fat round tires, like some like a kitty tire, and um, and yet once you get on them, they just roll over the uh, piles of ice and snow. They're real hoot. I got to do about an eight mile ride on one. The one that I was on was the uh, was made by Scott Bikes, and I think it was their um, Big John uh, model that I rode. And they also have one. I think it's called Big Ed or something. You can check their site. They have two different models. I had a chance to check out the other one, I rode the Big John, and it was a lot of fun. You, again, this is something, I don't think Scott has uh, renters, rental outlets, but other brands make fat bikes, so definitely check out local bike shops and see if they have fight, fat bikes to rent. Otherwise, purchasing, of course, that's a big commitment. You're in them for at least 1600 bucks or so, they're not a cheap bike but uh, really worth doing even if it's just for a day. Go get yourself a fat bike and get out on the trails if you usually like to get out biking the other times of the year. And again, great workout, so a good way to stay active this winter. And I'm still um, hiking. Again, back to the spikes only. I use a more aggressive spike when I'm hiking during the winter. I typically go for something like a micro spike or um, there's another step up that Cthulhu makes also, uh, Hillsound makes some really good spikes. There's several different brands out there. I have tested most of them. I definitely go for the spike models instead of the curly Q um, wire that's spiraled around the rubber that goes under your foot. That's okay if you're just like walking on a sidewalk in town. You want to be careful, careful going over a patch of thin ice or something like that, but for Running, or if you're going to be out hiking in deeper snow or rockier terrain, you definitely need the aggression of something that's either a nano or a micro spike, or even more aggressive. And again, once I put these on, I'm like, where have they been all my life? I couldn't believe that I hadn't bought them sooner. Uh, they are one of the gear pieces of gear during the winter that I am using uh, several times a week. So really worth the investment to get yourself a set of spikes and then stay out there on your favorite trails. I know that at least around the Salt Lake city area, a lot of my favorite trails are still being hiked regularly by people. Just typically they have spikes on. And again, layer up. I typically, if I'm hiking, I put on a pair of uh, a base layer, and then I put a thin hiking pant on over the top of my base layer. That kind of gives me a little bit more of a windbreaker effect. And then I do a mid-layer on top of my base and a puffy because I'm not moving as much as I am with the running. So I have to have a bit of a heavier layer. Of course, hat, gloves, um, sometimes a scarf as well, just you know, really bundling up take a pack with you. That way you can grab those things and if you do start to over temp, shove it in your pack. I have seen that um, a few brands are now putting out some winter packs. I have one from Osprey, which I mostly use for um, skiing, and that's their code line. They've got some new stuff coming out too that I saw at Outdoor Retailer, and they're coming out with the Cresta and another men's model, but it's men and women specific ski packs. And also you can get from Pack, which is the maker of the bladder, they have two kits and they're insulated and they also have a uh, cover over the bite valve that keeps that valve from freezing in between drinks. And it's like 20 bucks. They're releasing it here really soon. So the, uh, and Pack, in case you weren't aware, pretty much puts the bladders in a lot of the major brands. So even if you have like an Osprey pack, Pack bladders are inside of those packs already. So you just clip this tube kit on in the winter to keep your water from freezing. So those are my main ideas for staying active this winter. Uh, certainly there are others, at other activities like ice climbing, um, skating, uh, cross-country skiing. There's definitely a ton of things to be doing during the winter. But I think that the activities that people tend to push this aside the easiest are things like running, things like hiking. They just think that because there's snow on the trails or ice on the roads, that these activities are no longer accessible to them. And they really are accessible. In fact, I am currently training to run a Spartan race next month. Super pumped about that. I'm going to get out there and not just run, but also get a chance to do the obstacles, I've been flipping tires, and of course I'm always lifting weights and doing a lot of CrossFit, so that stuff's normal for me. That gave me the incentive to Keep the running training up this winter, and the right gear certainly has made the difference. So with that, I am going to go ahead and let you go, and I appreciate you listening, and if you would, please go over and click that reading button there on iTunes or whichever device that you're listening to this on, and let other people know that you enjoy the podcast. It's been a pleasure, and until next time, have a great week.